Thanks for being with us today. Coming up this half hour, we are going to open up the phone lines. Uh, You heard it in the news there. Many businesses are closed. We already know that. But that is apparently attracting some criminals. Vancouver police saying 40 suspects arrested. We're going to ask you, should there be tougher penalties for anybody caught looting during a pandemic? But first, we take a look at things internationally. Yesterday on the program, we were chatting with Shane Woodford about some of the easing of the restrictions in Denmark schools for kids up to grade five, I believe it was, reopening slowly and being very careful to make sure that doesn't lead to a second wave of the virus. Well, we're also seeing some businesses opening in Italy, one of the country's hardest hit by the virus. So let's check in with Eric Reguli, the Globe and Mail European Bureau Chief, who joins us from Rome. A pleasure, Jill. Uh, but wanted to talk to you because uh, we checked in with you uh, a few couple of weeks ago about the measures that were in place in Italy, uh, unfortunately, the growing death toll at that point. Uh, but uh, we understand uh, things are starting to return to some level of normalcy, and there has been uh, quite a lot of change there. What have you been seeing? Well, actually, no, Jill. I wouldn't say we've returned to normalcy at all. Um, Okay, but let's start with the good news. The good news is the number of fatalities is coming down. So late last month, we were close to 900, 1,000 a day. Uh, Today, for example, it was 602 fatalities. Yesterday, 566. So we're down several hundred. The new cases are also coming down. And the number in ICU in the hospitals is also down. So, So the trend's going in the right direction. But the numbers are still tragically high. We in Italy, we lose more people every day than than Canada's lost in total. I mean, think of it that way. Um, so some measures are coming off today, but it's it's minor stuff. It's uh, bookstores, stationery stores, and bizarrely, children's clothing stores are allowed to reopen today. That's it. Which does seem like a bit of a strange list, and I'm glad you were able to update us with those numbers because you're right, even though those numbers are the trending in the right way for Italy, they're still huge numbers when you compare it to some other countries, including Canada. Uh, Do you know why the decision was made to open those businesses? I can't figure out the children's clothing one. Why children's clothing clothing and not other clothing stores? The, the, The paper stores and stationery stores make sense to me because... Uh, you know, pretty because everyone's running businesses from their house now, and you need stuff. Even I need stuff. You know, I need pens and notebooks and that. So that makes sense. Also, uh, Jill, these are small shops in Italy. You don't have big box stationery stores. They're usually little shops, and you can control the crowds. You can allow one person in at a time. So I get that. But nothing, the lockdown is still very firm until at least May 3rd. And then it's going to start to open up more. But I'm not convinced the government's got the right strategy. It seems to me premature, given how high these numbers still are. It does. And even though, like you said, places where they can really control the number of people and who's in the stores, are those businesses opening as well in, in like the Lombardy region and the regions that have been even hardest or the hardest hit areas? It's national um, so far, um, and that's one of the things I'm confused about. Why isn't it regional? I'm in Rome, and the number of cases in Rome and the area around Rome, it's, it's called Lazio. Um, the cases are, are relatively small. There's been, you know, a few thousand cases as opposed to, you know, 100,000 up north. I mean, it's not even comparable. So 
I don't understand why the government's not allowing, you know, the least hard-hit regions to open up before the northern ones. Now, it may end up going that way. I just don't know. Hmm. Uh, but the number of cases, too, then, the numbers I'm looking at, uh, there have been more than uh, 159,000 cases, uh, more than 20,000 deaths. Uh, that just seems uh, like such a large toll. And I guess that's why, why it does seem strange that the country is already taking these steps to reopen these businesses. Yeah, well, like, as, as I mentioned, they're, they're pretty small. They're baby steps, I would call them. Um, but you've got to understand that, you know, Italy is an industrial country. It's the second biggest manufacturer in Europe after Germany. I mean, much bigger than Canada in terms of manufacturing. And there's a lot of pressure to get this economy re- reopened. Italy is close to bankrupt. It doesn't have the financial firepower of of Germany or even of France. So the longer the lockdown um, extends the greater the chances that this country is going to be that will have to receive a sovereign bailout as Greece did um, a few years ago, or even I mean there's even talk that it's so bad that Italy might have to leave the euro and start reprinting the lira, you know, a currency that would be its own that it could devalue. I don't think it's going to go that way, but the fact that people are even talking about it is, is quite distressing. So. Uh, but, you know, at the same time, they, get, they, they realize they can't, uh, you know, open the economy and shut it down again if the pandemic returns with a vengeance. Right. And we're even seeing that in some other areas as well, uh, such as Denmark and places saying they're, they're cautiously going to start reopening things, but warning also of that second wave. Yeah, exactly. And, um, um, and I think it's a real possibility if they move fast, which is why I think that they will have a second second thoughts about reopening this economy in in May. Uh, it'll have to be in very slow stages, and not before every citizen has ample supplies of masks. It's impossible to buy a mask in Italy. Impossible to get hand gel. Uh, luckily, we stocked up beforehand. And also, the most important thing is rapid testing. I mean, you know, if you have rapid testing that's ubiquitous, easy to use, cheap, available everywhere in pharmacies and that, then I can see taking chances. But right now, I, I just, you know, I think any talk about reopening this economy is, is fully uh, is premature. Hmm. Uh, when we talked to you before as well, uh, you'd mentioned it was still quite civil going to grocery stores and stocking up, getting supplies and that. Uh, is it still much like that as far as you can go to those stores? And I'm guessing now uh, the other stores that are reopening the bookstores, stationery shops and such? Um, well, the stationery stores and bookstores um, just opened today. I haven't been to them. Look, it's very civilized here. There, there is national unity. Um, very few people are breaking quarantine because they're afraid to. Uh, the supermarkets are still very civil. I was at a post office today because I had to get the piece of mail out, and it was controlled access. Everyone had screens and face masks, and when I finished at the counter, Someone came by and actually desanitized the counter as soon as I left. So that, those are the measures going on. No signs of hoarding. Now, having said all that, some people in southern Italy, which is very poor compared to the rich north, are getting desperate. And there have been sporadic reports of violence and the hijacking of, of food trucks, but just very, very few. But, you know, the fact that we've seen it is, is, is alarming.
Mm-hmm. And just before I let you go, the, the date of May 3rd, then, that's what they're saying at this point, that most of the lockdown guidelines will stay in place. Uh, but it's, is it your thinking, then, that they will likely go further? So far, it's staged. Uh, it's, you know, you're not going to have, you know, soccer games, you know, with 100,000 people on them, you know, for a long, long time. Um, um, you're not going to have rest- restaurants are not reopening in May and caf- in, or cafes. Um, it's 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 going to be slower. Um, um, it'll be it'll be staged. But again, I mean, the plans beyond May third are still pretty vague, you know. And that's where the frustration comes in for businesses because it's it's hard for them to plan. I mean, who do we bring back to work? When do we bring them back? So it, it's still it's still a bit up in the air. All right, uh, Eric. We will leave it there. But thank you once again for being available and chatting with us. Appreciate it. Okay, thank you, Jill. Bye bye.